You're listening to the Business with Purpose podcast with your host, Molly Stillman of stillbeingmolly.com. This podcast takes you behind the scenes with some of the world's most generous entrepreneurs, from the CEOs of mission-driven brands to directors of small community nonprofits and everything in between. Molly is sitting down with men and women who believe in changing the world not only through their personal lives, but also their professional careers. And now, here's Molly. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Business with Purpose podcast. My guest this week is Nikki Hubner. She is the founder and creator of Endure Lash. It is a amazing and incredibly unique product. It's a very niche product, but ladies, if you wear makeup, which I'm I'm gonna guess most of you do, you probably have to remove your makeup at some point. Well, and especially ladies, if you have lash extensions, this product is for you. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, uh, uh, this is a product to remove my makeup and if I have lash extensions, let me tell you, this product is so much more than that. It's not just about removing makeup and it's not just a a niche product for women. Nikki is a visionary and she created this product out of a really difficult and dark time in her life. A few years ago, Nikki lost her daughter in a tragic accident. I want to go ahead and warn you guys that you're probably going to want to have a tissue nearby during this episode as Nikki shares her heart and her story. And there were times where we were sitting there and we were both crying. But in the end, her story and her strength is so inspirational. And I know this is going to be an incredibly powerful episode for you guys. So buckle up, listen in, and I know you are going to be blessed and enjoy my conversation with Nikki. Hey, Nikki, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you because you're in the studio today. Yes, yes. I'm just 20 minutes away, so it was awesome. I know, this is great. I actually really love when I get the chance to interview people in, in person in the studio because then I don't feel like I'm just like, It's not that when I interview people over Skype that I don't feel like I'm talking to them. I do, obviously, but I don't get to see their faces. Right, exactly. It's a little different when you're... It's more personable. Exactly. And it's like, it, it feels more real. Like we're sitting down you know, just chit-chatting, getting to know each other. Absolutely, yeah. And we're both, so I will give this disclaimer, and I wasn't going to do this, but I was just like, you know what, this is really going to show the real-life-ness of this, is that outside the recording studio right now, the maintenance crew is, like, changing all of the fluorescent lights in the entire building, and so it sounds like there's construction going on, and we're just like... Well, we're just, it, it is what it is. Exactly. It is. But that's all right. We're just <laughs> going to roll with it. I don't you know if you can it. hear yeah. that. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's like, it sounds like a jackhammer right outside. And yeah. I was just like, okay, well, you know, it. Some which fancy is, tools going on. It adds there. personality. Yeah. It does. It does. And the, the funny thing is, is um, we have a lift in our garage in Raleigh. So I hear this noise quite often. Yes. So I'm at the point now that I can pretty much tune it out. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there's, exactly. There's, um, you know, my husband's always working on his race car. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, like, literally, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm used to it. I can just tune it out. Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness, I love it. Okay, so for those of you that are listening at home, this is this is this is you know you you guys are like getting a first hand look at like real life right now yes, <laughs> or something. Absolutely, first hand yes. listen. Little it's maintenance, a, little maintaining. That's it, it. It's totally yeah. fine. I know, but I, I didn't realize it was that involved to change some light bulbs. I know it does sound pretty involved out it's, there now that I think about it. But like, yeah, you don't really think. I mean, like it's a light bulb. Like, what all could it? involved but no they've got like y'all I mean they have ladders they got yeah. screwdrivers drills yes. I'm like there's some light what there's kind of light people out there there it's, it's a serious <laughs> it's light bulb change <laughs> really serious it sounds like the setup to a joke yeah 
I don't even know. Okay. Anyway, so here we are. Uh, Nikki. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on here for so many reasons. Um, You have just done an amazing, amazing job building this business in Durlash. And it's one of those things that um, as I've gotten to know, I mean, I don't obviously know you that well, but I only know basically from meeting you in person right now Mm -hmm. and um, (laughs) what I've, you know, just read about you and um, following your business on social media. It's so much more than just... Yeah. And an idea that you had for a product that mm-hmm. you wanted to launch. And and that's what I love so much. That, and, and that's why I love talking to business owners on this podcast, because so often I discover these businesses, and these business owners who are so passionate about something or and there's there's a deeper purpose behind what they're doing. And I love that because it's like, you know, you're like, oh, OK, it's a makeup removing cloth. And mm-hmm. that sounds like, oh, it's a makeup removing cloth. Exactly. But then you don't think about the fact that like, OK, well, women, most women wear makeup and mm-hmm. they have to remove their makeup. And, you know, why not buy a product from a company that has a deeper meaning and a deeper purpose? Because it's there are all these things that we need and we buy mm-hmm. willy nilly. But why not support a company that's doing something really awesome? Thank We're going to get into all of that. Thank you. But I want you to really introduce yourself to our community um, for those that don't know you, don't know Endure Lash, but just to tell us your story. Give us the Nikki 101. Share oh your life story and the the steps that you took that led you to where you are today. Oh, my goodness. Um I feel like, first of all, let me say that I'm constantly a work in progress and and (laughs) I'm constantly (laughs) taking the steps and asking a million questions. Um, But, you know, I I grew up in Kernersville, North Carolina, so not not too far from here. Um, Only child, have great parents who still help me today with my boys. I have three boys and uh, very involved, very close, um, you know, spiritual, tight knit family. Um, went to school, started out at NC State, mm-hmm. and then transferred to UNC Chapel Hill. Oh, I know. See, a yeah, lot of people are probably there. You like, go, there you go. Anyway, yeah, go so, heels, go yes, heels. Yes, I know. Um, and actually went into dentistry. I oh, got wow. <laughs> so random. I got my degree in dental hygiene and biology, and I did clinical dental hygiene in this area, Chapel Hill and Raleigh, for about four years. Mm-hmm. And then uh, went into medical device sales. So I was selling implants and bone grafting materials to oral surgeons and periodontists. And um, so I think that helped me learn the business aspect, um, the structure of, you know, how to own and, you know, run your own little entity um, in sales. It really, um, you know, helped me with the sales aspect of everything uh, now, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so... About four years ago, I started wearing eyelash extensions and um, just having multiple children and this demanding job and just always feeling like you're ready. You know, you get up and you have your power 20 minutes maybe to eat breakfast and everyone out the door. It's like the fire drill. I call it the fire drill Um, and still appear ready to face the the workforce to right. face these these surgeons and um and seem like you have it all put together right right um with minimal time <laughs> but yes. anyway so um about 2 years into that I started 
just having maintenance issues with if I did wear eyeshadow, how do I remove this without getting, you know, snagging or pulling or lint shedding into the extensions, which isn't very aesthetic. Um, or if I shower, swim, exercise, how do I dry the extensions without a terry cloth towel snagging or pulling? And, right. You know, they, they become very absorbent and clumped together. And so... Um, I just could not find a product. I actually looked for about a year. I was looking all over the internet. There's got to be some type of cloth out there that I can actually purchase to take, you know, to take these two uh, maintenance issues on. Right. Um, Almost gave up on just wearing extensions at all because I was like, this is just, you know, too much. But anyway, um, inside of me, though, I kept feeling this tug in my heart that, wait a minute, Nikki, like this is this is what you're, you're supposed to create this. You're supposed mm-hmm. to do this for, for a greater meaning. And I'm probably going to choke up. Sorry. Mm. Um, so six years ago, I lost a daughter in mm. a very tragic accident. Her name was Kyler Nicole. Mm. And um, ever since um, that happened, I, you know, I've always felt this need and this yearning to want to try and help other people. Um, and, mm. and, I don't know if it's just wanting to be there to comfort them, to hear their story, to try and make help them get through something um, as tragic as our accident. Yeah. Um, it was just a different tug. And, and I think it was just a, a tug of faith moving me in a totally different direction. Right. Um, so to back up, we had partnered with the Ronald McDonald House Charities after the accident and um, they had these family room projects that they had just introduced, which is an ex- extension off of the Ronald McDonald House charity. So, for example, if you have a sick or dying child in the hospital and you need to pray, you need to shower, you need a snack, you need to get away for a moment, but you don't want to leave yeah. and go yeah. home. Um, you can go to these rooms and actually they're stocked with uh, volunteers who stock it with food. And some of the rooms are equipped the showers, washers and dryers if, you, if you've been in the same clothes for weeks. Um, the Ronald McDonald House is an amazing, yeah, amazing charity. Absolutely. So um, when we were approached, we were approached by this um, new family room project because Wake Med wanted to have a family room, but they couldn't get funded you know, for it. No one was volunteering money to, to help them build the room. Um, they approached us. It, oh, I, I mean, I was still in shock. It was probably only about two weeks after the accident and asked if we were willing to go public with our story in an effort to help raise money for this room at Wake wow. Med. Wow. And... Oh, as embarrassing or, you know, just um, eye awakening. I, I don't even know. We just we felt like it was the right reason for whatever reason. Right. So we did. We went public and we were able to raise one hundred and eighty nine thousand dollars within wow. like a month. And so we funded the room for Wake Med. Wow. But now there's a room in Chapel Hill oh at UNC, um, Duke. We were able to fund a room at Duke. Um, East Carolina has a playroom, up, which that's actually a house within the hospital. And so the playroom is dedicated to Kyler. And then um, there's a total of roughly eight rooms in the southeast now, so Charlotte. Wow. Um, so I knew that this is something that 
this charity had connected with me on such a different level that I knew that I wanted to do everything I could to go big and try to give as much money as I can to continue building these rooms, not just in the Southeast, but really everywhere. I just feel like it's a, sorry, it's a big mark and a big stamp on Kyler's life. Hmm. And so, um, Oh, goodness. Sorry. So no, getting okay. back to the um, randomness of no. my extensions now no, and how this okay. all comes together. Like I said, um, I was in dentistry and, and medical device sales um, at this point for roughly 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kept feeling like you've got something here, Nikki, like you can, you know, create these, these products that you're looking for, for eyelash extensions. And if this takes off, there's your vision for these rooms. There's the funding, there's the money. You can, you can turn this whole beauty product or these beauty products into um, this whole, you can just give it a whole new heart and soul, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I started working with, you know, my friend, the fashion designer for the prototypes after prototyping different knits and patterns on myself for upwards of nine months until I would come in with scraps of different types of fabrics that the textile manufacturers have produced for me. And so how did you find the textile manufacturers? So I actually, Marie Cordella was very helpful in that. And Mm -hmm. I would literally take, just Google and make phone call after phone call after phone call and ask a zillion questions. Wow. I got rejected so many times because it's not a common theme for beauty and textile to come together. Right. 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 So these people are like, you're going to do what with this? And you, you want it to do what? You want it to be absorbent. You want it to not snag and pull you. You don't want it to shed. But every fabric that exists shed because I kept thinking that like synthetic like microfiber but then you know if you dry a a black car off you still get those little fibers you know Mm -hmm, so there's mm -hmm. really no textile that exists that doesn't shed so then that ended up being oh well okay that it has to be a black fabric you know so Mm. all these different things that just kept coming together from me reaching out with random questions and sometimes just getting laughed at and then did you did you call factories or did you call I was calling different factories I was calling um I was sampling from all over the country I really wanted it to be made manufactured in the United States that was another big hurdle because most all textile manufacturing has moved overseas so I'm sitting here like okay I can do this I can do this and there were several times that I you know I did get down in the dumps was like oh okay maybe this isn't going to work out but something inside of me and I think it is the heart and the soul was pushing me and now I know it is something it is from above that was saying get up and do this this is going to happen and so um I I think a big aha moment for me after I was using these prototypes for so many months was my lash artist at the time was like can I just out of nowhere she's like can I ask you what you're doing to maintain your eyelash extensions because I'm not ever having your to clean bacteria or gunk or makeup out of them for the first 20 minutes of your lash fill appointment. Um, You know, they're always in good shape and you're getting great retention on your eyelash extensions. Like, what are you doing? 
And that was really an aha moment for yeah. me because the next visit, I brought in my two prototypes and I said, this is what I remove any makeup with. And actually, I just use warm water on this. And then this is what I dry my extensions with. And she was like, why have you not done anything with this yet? There, And I was like, I don't know. So then again, I start feeling the tug and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I've got something. I go to um, patent attorneys, trademark attorneys. Um, patents are pending now. Trademarks are already registered. It was That's kind amazing. of a slam dunk. Um, and even down to the company name, the company name is Endure. And I wanted to think of a word that really meant to last but also connected really strongly with my vision behind Mm -hmm. the core of the company yeah um and endure was a slam dunk so um endure lash you know then Mm. became the name of the products um and then whenever i got down to the cutting process and the design process that a lot of the designers were like you know, why don't we make this? We want this to be, it's, it's organic. So, you know, it's a luxury fabric. It's, um, we need to put it in high-end type lash boutiques or high-end women's boutiques. And it needs to be like gold trim or, you know, something really, really high-end. And I was like, nope, it's going to be pink. And she was like, I love it. And everybody's like, why? Why pink? It seems so girly. I said, that's what I want them to think. Oh, I'm getting chills talking to her. And I'm like, I need them to know that, Endure Lash, the pop of pink, is all in memory of Kyler Mm. to help build the brand awareness for my vision for all of these family rooms. Um, And that's really how, how it all began with the company structure. So I just quit my day job March 31st of this year. Congratulations. Uh, I, I mean, so I um, I wasn't on social media. I'm actually very shy and very much. <laughs> people people that really know me like would disagree with that because they really know me. <laughs> right. But when you first meet me, I, I can be kind of shy and mm-hmm. quiet. And so to put myself out there on social media was like, I mean, I was in like the fetal position lots of times. Like, oh my gosh, should I post that? I don't know if I should post that, you know, because it's just um, my personality. But yeah, I just put myself out there on social media and um, would literally work my day job, be a mom to my beautiful three boys. And then when they went to bed, I would just pitch on Instagram from like 8.30 to 10.30 at night. And I was getting hits pretty much all up and down the East Coast. And um, now, though, um, I'm in roughly about 45 locations, and I'm about to start designing two private labels for some larger lash manufacturers. That's amazing. And so it's crazy. And so do you, so so for people that maybe don't know, so do you sell, it, the product is in it's lash in, studios? It's in lash studios, high-end boutique, women's boutiques, the eye makeup removal cloth they love to have in there, um, and, you know, mainly, but I'm in the process, I'm getting ready to be, you know, those subscription boxes like yeah. FabFitFun. Yeah. Um, I'm getting ready to be in Hello Mama box. I'll be in the September box. That's amazing. Yes. And then I just, um, I'm in discussions with Glossy Box and <gasps> all of the bigger ones. And so wow. I'll be in New York next week for some press events and I'm um, going to be in some pretty 
big magazines. The product's about to launch an eyelash magazine. Oh, so my goodness. It's this whole different world. And I, I think it's, um, you know, it's it's happening. And I think it's just happening from, um, it's just coming from a stronger, a stronger source. That's, oh, my that's goodness. fueled the whole thing. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I have so, I have so many questions. Okay. Um, but before we get into that, so, um, you know, I like to always sort of anticipate the questions I know people will have. So um, one, if you don't have lash extensions, is this product for you? Now I can answer this question because (laughs) I have been using it. So I've been using it for about a month and I do not have lash extensions. Although I'm not going to lie, they are one of those things that I'm like, really, if I, I really wish I could get lash extensions. Yeah. Not that it's like I, I couldn't. I just think I am not at a place in my life where I can like afford the maintenance of them right now. Yeah. It's, but, it's an upkeep for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, every time I meet somebody who has one, I'm like, oh my gosh, they look so good. You can actually, you can ask my husband. We were at the beach um, last weekend and we went to pick up pizza one night at this pizza place and we walk in and the woman behind the counter had unreal lashes yeah and <laughs> my husband's standing there and I, I was like I don't mean to be creepy ma'am but your lashes are amazing yeah <laughs> and she was like thank you I mean it is it's so I mean it has become this lash world I feel like it's become know. like I mean just like hair salons just like you know yep. you're gonna see them popping up on every corner and when you yep. go to places like New York City or Miami or LA you do see them they're, they're everywhere 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 um, and you know so I do think it's gonna be one of those things that it's gonna be um, a lot more popular just like if you got your nails done right you know like every two to three weeks right it's so yeah it's, it's very, becoming very, something like that I agree for sure so yeah, so for I can say, and this is not this is not yeah. Nick, Nikki telling me what to say. So I've been using it for a month, and this is also a confession. <laughs> and I'm going to say this so that you all don't make the same mistake I did. So when I first got the package, I yeah. opened it up and I saw the drying cloth. Now yes. I did not know that it was the drying yes. cloth. Yeah. So for like a week, I was using it as the removal cloth. As the removal cloth. Yes. <laughs> and this like, is the thing. Oh but no! Even but that I discovered. Yes. Yeah. But even without the extensions, it's so funny because I have women that will buy the drying cloth because their teenage daughters keep staining their light colored linens with like foundations mm-hmm. and stuff and so it becomes like their teenage because it's black so right. it becomes their teenage daughters like dry your face with this yes. because you keep ruining all my ex- ruining yes. all my expensive linens and so that's this outlook I was like oh yeah I never even thought about that but that is more the niche product that is like to blot and dry the extensions but yeah the eye makeup removal cloth no you don't have to have extensions it's just a great safe hydrology yes way to remove eye makeup um, without any harsh chemicals. And you just, yeah, it's mm-hmm. literally, you just use warm water mm-hmm. and my makeup comes right off. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I did not, I honestly did not believe it. And it's so soft. I love how soft it is because I've seen some of those microfiber cloths that mm-hmm. are on the market. Um, and, but they're not as like, it's it's really hard to describe because it, it's like it it's almost, an organic bamboo blend. Is right, what I was going to say so it feels yeah. like bamboo. Mm-hmm. So oh, it is bamboo. Yeah, so yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's so soft. It doesn't feel like you're like um, filing your face. No. If you know what I mean. Yeah, not at all. It's I mean, and that's why, and that's what I was going for because the eye area is so delicate mm-hmm. that um, I knew it was going to have to be something that wasn't going to be harsh. And right. then you know, with extensions, also you can't, you don't want to tug and and strip at the extensions either but you still have to clean along the lash line because right. there's oils even that build up even if you don't wear eyeshadow right. you know that can cause all, all kinds of grossness but um anyway so no 
it, it, it is. It opened this whole world for me um, with the eye makeup removal cloth where women were purchasing it because yeah. they, they have allergies. They yes. have um, they wear contacts. And yes. I didn't realize that the fibers from those disposable wipes will shed underneath a contact. Yes. I've had women, you know, that are buying it for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it did open a whole other world for me. It's amazing. It Thank really you. is amazing. So I I highly recommend it. Like I said, Yay. I've been using it for a month now. And I took it to the beach. And I loved that, like... When I got, you know, at the end of the day, like it took off sunscreen and took off my makeup and everything. And then basically to clean it, you just, it comes like a little bag and you just put it in with your laundry and you just throw it in your darks, dry it Mm -hmm. with your darks and that's it. Yeah. And so that's like, you know, the little lingerie bags, that's all that is. Yeah. I just custom, I just little made a little custom lingerie bag that's just like a little four by four that's just with a little drawstring. I was like, just so you could feel like it's separated. Yes. But you know. It works so well. So. So how now to explain to people like how does the the material like it's hypoallergenic mm-hmm. and um, it also helps just to keep bacteria away and stuff too. How does that work? Well, it's just bamboo is so hot right now because that's why you're finding it in like yoga wear mm-hmm. or like athletic wear or sheets or mm-hmm. towels because um, it just has so many natural antimicrobial properties in bamboo. That's so And that's awesome. why it's so hot. So yeah, so the blend that is in the eye makeup removal cloth just helps it to be a lot more hypoallergenic as well. So, and you just wash it like every two to three days. Right. So, so when when did this whole process start for you and like what has the timeline been for you on this oh my goodness okay so I started having the maintenance issues about two and a half years ago Mm -hmm. um and then prototyped and was working on the vision for roughly nine months or so and then I like to call it a soft launch at this point because last June of 2016, I pretty much I was still working my day job and then pitching at night on Instagram right. but I was this brand new person to all social media you know and um and then when I realized that wait a minute I might have something here I yeah. need to go a little bigger you yeah. know um I partnered with Walkwest Communications we re- rebuilt the website um and then did this whole relaunch on Kyler's birthday this year which is May oh, 10th so that's another big aspect of even my price points yeah so um the cloth retails for 20 510 her birthday 510 oh. you know the combo pack 4510 um, so there's all these little hidden meanings behind my company um, that, that are really in reflection. Oh, gosh, I'm going to start crying again. No. That are really in reflection to um, her heart and soul mm. and what we can do in hopes of helping other people through this. Do you mind telling just telling us a little bit about Kyler? Yeah. And telling, yeah, tell us how old oh, she, she was and, um, and her personality. Yeah, and, yeah. She, um, she was 18 months old when she passed away. Mm. And um, whew, she... Um, she was very much um, already somewhat of a girly girl as far as she would get in my closet every night and come out with high heels on. She wanted me to paint her toenails and, you know, they would be messed up in like 30 seconds. But um, she was always, um, you know, into my makeup bag and have, you know, it'd be all over the walls yeah. or, or whatnot. Um, she had the sweetest, sweetest personality, though, but she was also very... Um, very headstrong and determined and in, in what she liked and, and you know she you, you knew who she was and who she was going to be she was definitely going to be a, a leader and you know she was um but then still had just like this soft little warm kisses and hugs you know mm-hmm. so but um yeah I mean um oh gosh sorry there's no, just nothing okay. that'll that'll ever ever take that place yeah take her place yeah 
Yeah. So I can't. Um, I mean, as <clears throat> I mean, it's you know, I I'm sitting here as just. I mean, I you know, I'm a mom of two. I have a daughter who's the same way. Mm-hmm. She. <laughs> She is both the tomboy tomboy and the girliest of girly girls. You know, she wants to Mm -hmm. put on a princess dress and then run outside into the mud. Absolutely. And and she wants to steal mommy's makeup and then go outside and play softball, you know. Yeah. Um, And then my son, like my son's 16 months. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I just I can't. I mean, you have so much strength. Mm -hmm. The fact that you're able to sit here. Uh, and just to, to share your story and, um, I just think that, um, wow, you know, I I don't know if it's strength. I don't know if that's really what it is. I think it's just, um, I mean, whenever you are faced with something like that, um, you know, one thing is Lachlan, Lachlan, my oldest son, who's 10 now, mm-hmm. um, he was three at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I got up every single day for him because mm. he had already lost his sister. Yeah. So I, he couldn't lose me, too, mm. and he couldn't lose his childhood. So he is my rock. Mm. He's still to this day. It's my rock. And I know that sounds so crazy, but, no. um, um, you know, I, I kept going for him. Um, and obviously just, uh, it was, a, it was a, a turn to God. It was a strong faith that, um, and I'm not going to say I was going to church every Sunday and I was some holy roller, if you want to call it. Um, yeah. it was more, um, my faith became much stronger after the accident because I just um I I had to grab on to something because I had to survive right I had to take it every day and and there are still I you know I still to this day realize that I'm going to shed a tear at least once every single day and that's my normal and I've got to embrace that and Mm -hmm. I've got to face that yeah so here I am six years later I've, you know, was in dentistry, developed a product for beauty, um, and all for the hopes of helping others and building these family rooms, um, kind of like this risk, this leap. Um, and now I'm going to be in a book. I like, I wrote, I'm writing for for a book. Like I'm not a writer, (laughs) you know, and, um, you know, I think it's just whenever, you allow yourself to feel grief like that mm-hmm. um and every day is different <laughs> every yeah. day is a totally different emotion um down the road as time goes on I think you you are able to talk mm-hmm. about it and um and really in hopes of inspiring other people or helping someone who's having a bad day get yeah. up you know mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean, the book's going to be released around the holidays. It's wow. the most random story. I have this necklace on that says "Keep Going." Yeah. And I was at a promotional event for Endure Lash back in December of 2016 in New York, and I, this jeweler was doing a pop up shop in the hotel that I was in, and I just randomly went in, and this necklace just, I was like, oh, I've, I've got to have that because I mean, I tell myself to keep going all the time like mm-hmm. lots of times it's like I think I run around talking to myself like keep going you got this keep going you got yeah you know? and so come to find out um 
two weeks. I spoke with the jeweler. Her name is Jennifer Potter. Super sweet. And two weeks after I purchased the necklace, she finds me on social media and she reaches out and she says, I know this is so random. She said, but there was just this connection I felt with you in New York. And I just want to know, why did you buy that necklace over any of my other pieces of jewelry? Like, why did you gift yourself that necklace? And so I told her Mm. my, my story and come to find out she had done this whole big national campaign in Miami for Keep Going, which is women who have endured different tragedies, Mm. whether it be cancer or deep depressions or loss or whatever. And it got this like national, you know, recognition uh, for this Keep Going campaign. And she said, um, look, I'm going to choose seven women across the nation to help me write this book um, of their stories and put it all together and uh, make this coffee table book. And she said, "Um, I'm interested in you. It took me five months to write my first draft because it was so therapeutic. Right. Now, though, now when I look back at it, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I would literally sometimes have to go to a hotel and like sit there by myself and write and cry and write and cry and um it took me so long and so now it's in the editor's hands to you know work with or whatever I just talked to her the other day but um so all these crazy things are happening and I think it's just life yeah you know when life is just handing you stuff and just you know throwing curveballs and and I think it's just um you either take it all in and you try to do something with it or you don't yeah and do you mind sharing uh what happened with kyler um so um it was a back over accident so we actually um she was backed over by an suv mm. so um yeah so it was um uh, yeah, oh, so to say sorry. that your whole life is flipped upside down in a matter of seconds. Um, I do. Um, she did fight for about 20, 20 hours. Oh, I was able goodness. to, I did, you know, some CPR. And mm-hmm. I just remember John pacing and pulling his pulling at his hair. And I remember Lachlan crying. And at some point, I... Um, was able to shut the door on him because I didn't want him to see what I was doing. Yeah. Sorry. And no, so it's okay. um, when she got to the hospital, uh, I, just rem- I just remember now being terrified inside, like just shock, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember really bargaining with God in a in a way that is like how dare you Nikki (laughs) where I'm just like yelling and just mad and just like you know um just just bargaining yeah with God on so many different levels you know just like or just cussing or and I never forget um at one point there was this nurse and she was pregnant and Kylo, they couldn't get the blood under control is really what was going on. So she was just kind of like sucking the blood and then she'd roll her eyes. I mean, it, it's, it's, you're exhausted. It's 18 hours probably into the fight. She's got this little, you know, and she's just sucking and she's just like, and she's pregnant. And I just remember looking up at her and I was like, I see you're pregnant. And she was like, 
yeah. And I was like, don't give up. My daughter, I was like, what are you doing? I was like, what if this were your child? I was like, don't give up. And I just remember little bit tidbits of that night, you know, and and then she was on point after that. I think it was very, I think when you're an ER nurse like that, probably you're so used to death, yeah. you know what I mean? You just kind of get very, like, cold, a cold demeanor. But I remember that. I remember her. Um, but then when I knew what her quality of life was going to be like um, if she made it, mm-hmm. she'd been a vet- vegetable. She would, you know, not she would not have been able to do anything um, to respond, to speak. And I remember her being so full of life yeah. that I didn't want that. Yeah. And so then, whew, I've been in a lot of therapy about this one. Mm. <laughs> so then I start praying um, for her to go to heaven, grant her the most beautiful wings in heaven. Mm. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I just wish my you know no no that's not what I mean and even today a lot of moms like look at me like what no No. but I think that's where faith comes in yeah and um that's all I can say is that's faith you know because now I know she's full life again and um and I feel I feel that yeah Mm. Uh, Sorry. No, thank you for sharing, Nikki. Thank you. Um, And I think that there, you're going to, not I think, I know that Kyler's story, your story, your strength, your faith, um, and your endurance. I mean, not to you. I mean, they were. I mean, to your endurance through it Mm -hmm. um, is going to inspire so many. And, and and I can only imagine the lives of other parents who have mm-hmm. lost children that mm-hmm. you're going to impact. Um, and parents maybe who will lose children, parents yeah. who um, who won't lose children. I mean, mm-hmm. parent, you know, and, and non-parents. I mean, people, there's, we experience loss all the time. Right. Um, we inevitably will experience loss at some point, in, you know, in our lives. And um, I lost my mom. Um, right. My mom passed away when I was in high school. And I, yeah. you know, I know what that, I know what losing a parent feels like. I don't know what losing a child feels like. And mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, grief is so strange. And people who have lost people who are very close to them, you know, whether it be a sibling, a parent, a child, you know, people who have not had that kind of loss Mm -hmm. almost sometimes feel uncomfortable and they don't know how to navigate that Um, and even people who have experienced that loss don't necessarily know in the early days how to navigate that grief Mm -hmm. Um, you know and and I always (laughs) tell people you know I will I I now come from the standpoint of having lost somebody close to me so I've Mm -hmm. I've lost a parent Um, I mean it was almost 15 years ago so it's you know, in the hindsight now, I can talk about it easier. I can, mm-hmm. you know, and in a lot of ways, like my mom was sick for a very long time. Yeah. And while while her death at the time was not like expected, it was also, it was expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time I did the bargaining thing, the, mm-hmm. the why God, the mm-hmm. why God, why I did the anger thing. Mm-hmm. And I did the it, it, did it have to be now? Mm-hmm. But now looking back, I think 
she was in so much pain for so right. long. Right, you don't want him to suffer. No, yeah. that's not. Mm-hmm. And she suffered for so long, and to know now that she is in heaven, and and mm-hmm. I feel that I know that with every ounce of my being, I know Absolutely. that she's there and she's not in pain anymore. Right. But, you know, I, I guess it's always one of those things that I've always vowed to other people. Like when other people lose parents, mm-hmm. I will come at it from the place of your grief is going to look different than mine was. Absolutely. But I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. If you just want to talk, if you want to, if you want somebody to listen to mm-hmm. you, if you want to just have somebody talk to you and you want to listen, whatever you're feeling in that moment, mm-hmm. I'll be here for you in that. Yeah. And I think... I know that you're going to do that for so many people. And I'm sure, and I, I don't, I'm sure that you have yeah. and that, you know, it's almost like you've created a community of people who you can connect with, who have been through something similar. Cause it's, it's only something you can truly understand until you've been through it. Right. And so I will say another organization that I want to help support and yeah. am su- trying to help support is kids in cars. Mm. Um, and because backover accidents are just viewed as these freak accidents, right? Oh, my goodness, how often can that really happen, you know? So um, I believe it was back in 2007-ish, Dr. Golberson, he's a pediatrician, he actually backed over um, his son. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, not only was his wife in the house, the nanny was in the house, and, you know, his little 18-month-old son slipped out through the garage, and you just, you have all those blind spots and you just can't see and especially when you're in an SUV but really all cars not just SUVs you just that's why the backup cameras have been so important Um, you know the sensors for you know where you can't see Um, and actually Jeanette Fennell who is the CEO of Kids and Cars cars, reached out to us um, within the first week and what had happened is after Dr. Golberson backed over his son, he actually went to Congress for the backup camera laws. He was like, there's got to be a backup camera. I'm a pediatrician. People come to me to ask how to keep their children safe. And this happened to me. This can happen to anyone. And so Congress was like, well, we need to know how often it's happening. You know, it, it mm-hmm. seems like this freak accident. So they created a database. And so this database is now in every hospital across the, the United States. And what we're finding is that back over accidents are happening 50 times a week in the United States, two to four fatalities a week. Mainly it's toddlers, mainly it's the elderly, like in a Walmart parking lot or something, and you just don't see them. So it's really not as freak of an accident. As people think. As people think, exactly. So I actually got the privilege of having coffee with Jeanette um, a few weeks ago. She was in town because her her, um, son plays tennis for USC, so they're playing UNC. So we met for coffee. Um, And just to be able to hug that phenomenal woman. Um, And so, um, yeah, so she has really created this network of people across the nation that this has happened to. I mean, think about it. That's just in the United States. I'm not talking global, you know. So um, now it'll be mandatory in May of 2018 that all cars will be equipped with backup cameras. There was a big push from, you know, Congress and the government to not. um, It was just it was a cost issue. I mean, that's that's really what it was for, you know, car manufacturers or whatever. But in reality, when they brought light to how often this is really happening, this is not something that you sweep under the rug anymore, guys. You know, like this is a safety measure like this is not the person behind the wheel that did this. This is the car that's not equipped right. that caused this to happen. Right. Like when she said that to me, 
you know, because, you know, the burden that the person that's driving the car carries, um, you know, it, it's just, and, and I was not the one, but I, it, just the burden, and I know that burden firsthand from the person um, that was driving the car, it literally is, um, they... I can't imagine. I, yeah, exactly. I just can't, I can't imagine. imagine. So whenever that was said that way, I was like, oh my gosh, the car was not, the car wasn't equipped. Nobody would ever do that right. on purpose, you know? Right. But what you can't see, you can't see. Right. And, you know. When we bought, we we just got a new, uh, I've just entered into the minivan world. Right. And I'm not ashamed. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. It's funny. I was the person who said I would never drive a minivan. And here I am. I'm like, look at my minivan. I hear they're guys. awesome now, though. I'm like, yeah. They are sweet. Now, I got a new to me minivan. It's a 2013. Mm-hmm. But when my husband and I were talking about getting a minivan and when he was like well what do you want what kind of you know features do you want I mean I said a non-negotiable feature for me is a backup camera it's non-negotiable and he's like well why you've you've had SUVs and and I said it I have two young kids now and I do preschool pickup and I'm in the preschool parking lot and I see kids running in the parking lot all the time and I you know, I have two kids, but I have friends who have three. I mean, we're not done having kids. Like, it's hard when you're one mom with multiple children, and sometimes you got the runner. Exactly. And I I said, I, it is, it's not negotiable for me. Mm-hmm. I will have a backup camera in every car I ever own from now on because right. I just, I see it in my head of the possibilities of what if this could happen. And I know it's a possibility. It mm-hmm. could happen. Absolutely. And I, you know, so that, yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and we did have, um, I have um, a good friend from high school, and uh, she was a year ahead of me in high school, but have known her since I was in my teens. And um, come to find out, five years to the day of our accident was her and her husband's accident. And so she was one of the first people to reach out. And um we did holidays together and just having, yeah, just being around someone who knows exactly what yeah. you're going through. But yeah. I, we have had um, several people reach out. Yeah. Um, we had about 10 families just in the area that wow. it had happened to them that reached out to us. But you never heard about it yeah. because it was just brushed away. Um, but we became, we chose to go public, obviously, to help with the family room projects. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean, it does. You do feel really alone yeah. at first. Yeah. And, and you um, you just don't know why things happen, and you just don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, it's so evident in that, you know, Kyler's life is living on. She, yeah. I mean, she really is. And you're carrying her legacy, and she is, I mean, I just, yeah. I truly do admire you and just thank, thank you, you for all that you're doing. Thank and you. Appreciate it. Yeah, she um there's one thing um I've had so many people say to me like close friends that have said to me um that little girl made me start that what happened in that, you know, her her short little life um made me start believing in God. Mm. Like if anything that is the most powerful statement mm-hmm. that someone can openly confess. And so if anything, like, you never know. Everybody always wants to know, what's my purpose for being here? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think about her life, and so many people have said that to me. Um, and it makes me feel really proud. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. 
Yeah. And I mean, it. yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I really it. This was good. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, yeah. And thank you, uh, you know, for creating a product that, you know, obviously people need. But I love that your purpose behind the product is not just a product that people need, that people can use, that you saw a need and you wanted to fill that need. But the lives and the impact that you're having through the the donations and the creation of these room, family rooms – I mean, think of the hundreds, if not thousands of families that are mm-hmm. going to be impacted because of the work that you're doing and because of Kyler's life. Like that is yeah. such a legacy. And I just, I'm really, I'm just so blown away. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously Ronald McDonald House Charities are one of the most amazing charities in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, just the opportunity that they gave us um, in the beginning, even though we had to you know, duck our head and, and talk about something that was really tough. Um, yeah, we get letters from strangers Amazing. that have used the room. Um, people that I know personally that have had to use the wow. rooms. A dentist at UNC Chapel Hill, his son was, he was living in the room in Chapel Hill because his son and wife were in a near fatal car accident. Wow. I mean, just all these people that, yeah, that do, um, you know, know that there is that connection, but, you know, the Ronald McDonald House charities are amazing. And just to be able, I just hope one day that I can, you know, through Endure Lash, I can continue to expand their vision from the beginning of those family rooms for sure. That's amazing. So, Thank yeah. you so much. Thank Mickey. you. Now for people that want to connect with you, uh, find mm-hmm. out more, find out how they can support you, mm-hmm. uh, they can buy the product, mm-hmm. how they, I know you also have uh, video tutorials for Absolutely. people who want to know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just people that want to maybe find out more about your story and how they can support you. How can they do that? Um, if you just log on the website, endorelash.com, mm-hmm. you'll have all the videos. There's the story on there. Um, you know, even links if you just want to donate for the family rooms. That's um, amazing. Yeah, so everything's on the, on the website, yourlash.com. Awesome. Nikki, so, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys, I can't even begin to tell you how powerful that conversation with Nikki was. I was with her in the studio live, and I just felt her emotions. I felt her story, and I pictured, you know, as she shared the story of her daughter, I pictured my own kids. And the, um, the way that she has showed such strength and perseverance and endurance through these trials just says so much about her and her character. I loved my time with her, and I just felt honestly so lucky and blessed to be able to sit with her and just hear her story. I mean, not only has she really just created a great product, but she's giving back in such an amazing and unique way. You know, she's taking something that was so painful for her and she's blessing so many others. So please uh, be sure to visit Nikki online. I will have her links in the show notes and just let her know how much this episode encouraged you and blessed you. If you are new to the show, thank you guys so much for for listening and for tuning in. Make sure you're subscribed to us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And take a moment to leave us a review. Leaving those reviews, I I read every single one of them. It really uh, just means the world to me. So thank you so much. And if you're a regular listener, thank you so much for your support and for sharing the show with others. That's how we're able to grow this and, and get these stories out there. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.